KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. It is the Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. Phone number is 210-599-5555. It's a conversation all about home improvement on our show each and every Saturday morning. Uh, we want to thank you so much for making us a part of your Saturday morning uh, listening routine. Of course, it all gets kicked off with uh, with the uh, the legendary Bob Webster and, and the gardening show every Saturday morning. What a great job he does in informing everyone in our listening area uh, of, of all things gardening and uh, and certainly after the storms that we had in February and and the and the terrible freezes that we had there's a lot of questions going on uh, about planting and replanting and I can guarantee I'm I'm one of the people that has those questions so thank goodness Bob is there to answer those for us we appreciate that uh, of course later on in the day today we've got the automotive show with Louis Siriani always great information in that and then uh, later on in the afternoon we've got Mike and Holly Hermes and the What's It Worth show so thanks so much to all of the great hosts on KTSA and the great job they do every Saturday morning, and we are proud to be a part of that. My name is Martin Bamba. That's my buddy Jim Smith right over there. And we are here to help. And uh, how was your week, brother? It was good. It was good. Had a good week. Can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been busy. Very, very, uh, I know very, it's been very busy. busy. Very, very busy, but there are a whole lot worse problems to have than being busy. There sure are. There sure are. I will take that any day, any day. Yeah, we've we've uh, we've been running uh, in ten different directions over at Window World. It's been, it's been a, it's been not just a good week, but it's been a good year uh, for us uh, in the construction industry in general. Has just been insane, uh, and and I was going through and and looking at some lumber prices here recently. <laughs> Talk to us. Oh, oh. Wow. Um, yeah. if, if you were thinking about building a home a year ago, you should have done that. That's all I'm saying. Yep. 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 Uh, because uh, what was OSB running back in mid-2019? Do you remember? Do you remember what a 4 by 8 sheet of 7 uh OSB was running? I want to say, uh, I believe, about uh, 11 to $13. That sounds about right. Sounds about yeah. right. Well, t- today, uh, just kind of perusing different pricing, we're at about thirty-seven dollars. Um, so, what was a sheet? What was a sheet? Or, I mean, a uh, two-by-four stud costing uh, just in two thousand and nineteen. Oh my gosh! Uh, they, they, in, in retrospect, they were really cheap. Less than two dollars. Less than two dollars. What are they now? Do you know? Uh, like nine. Oh my! Really? Yeah. I haven't bought a two-by-four in a while, but I. <laughs> I didn't realize yep. that. Yep. Oh my gosh! I I just uh, yeah yeah two by four. Um, let's see here, eight footers, seven twenty one. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and if you go and if you go, let's see here. Yeah, two by four, uh, ninety six. I don't know what the uh, and and if you get the better, that's a stud cut. Yeah, it, well, it, it stud in the top choice and the better quality, you're looking at eight fifty. So, uh, yeah, I mean, prices have, have just gone through the roof on lumber. Uh, we have certainly had price increases in uh, in the window industry and the siding industry, but nothing, mm-hmm. nothing like I'm seeing here. And, right. um, you know, so 
uh, we, you know, any time that we have to raise prices in in our business, we're you know we're very conscious of that and and very cautious about that. Any time that we know that we have to raise prices to keep up with with suppliers increases, but uh, it 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 makes me feel a, a little bit better whenever I look at a three hundred percent price increase from a year and a half ago compared to you know the the five to eight percent increases that we've that we've seen over the last year and a half so uh right. really and it's, it's, really and truly can't can't complain about that and now they got something else that's going to cause price increases and demand increases with the whole suez canal thing going on oh my goodness is that something crazy is that something they're saying, insane they're did, saying did you see take months months to recover um the delays in shipping yeah, well, yeah, because it's blocking the entire canal, and, oh, yeah, and that is that is the <laughs> the way for so many supplies. Yep, uh, just yeah, it's just incredible. Got, they've got ships that are that are going around Africa because they feel like they can make it. That even if they cleared the thing today, that with the backlog that they've got in the Mediterranean and in the I think it's the Adriatic Sea. Uh, I'm not sure what sea's on the other side, but. Um, with the backup that they've got in the in uh, waiting to get through the canal, that they can make it all the way around Africa faster than um, they could if they went faster through the than canal. they could if they waited to get wow. through the canal. Yeah, it's it's not a good situation, and and uh, and and it's certainly not funny. But I heard somebody say today on the news that uh, that it makes them feel a whole lot better about their parallel parking skills, and uh, <laughs> I, that's that's a bad what, job of what parallel parking right there. What I don't get is that anybody that's really you know, messed with boats much at all, right? Yeah, yeah. Why don't they take the uh, the portside anchor off uh-huh. of that ship, stretch it across the canal, drop it into the sand where it digs into the sand, and then just use the uh, the anchor the to pull anchor it around. Pull. Use the anchor to pull it around. Did you see the size of that ship? Yeah, I saw the size of it. I don't know if that to... would. I don't know if that would work. I, I mean, well, I have see, never. I've never seen a cargo ship that big. It's phenomenally the, huge. Those anchor uh, winches are some of the strongest winches on the planet. Because oh, without that a thing's doubt. Design, that thing's designed to dump hundreds of feet of chain straight down and pull it back. Oh, that that's absolutely true. I, I just that's don't know. a strong I can, winch. I would have to think that there are some great minds trying to figure this out right now, though. You would and, think. Uh, you would and, think. And I, and I think it'll it'll probably get solved. But I just it's just unimaginable how this happened in the first place. But yeah, crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. And that's just what we need is one more thing to to help increase the the uh, the raw cost of goods. But yeah. it is what it is. And 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 we roll with those punches and we do the very best we can. Uh, I can say this that. Uh, it doesn't seem to have diminished the uh, the the want and the need for uh, construction and remodeling. Uh, housing starts were down just a little bit in the last month, but as far as as uh, remodeling goes, it's still extremely strong, and and people are still improving their homes in so many ways. I mean, we've uh, in in the past year we've we've seen you know uh, an uptick in people wanting entry doors and uh, everything from you know from seamless gutters to the windows to to doors and siding you name it if it's an improvement on the home and something they think will add value to the home and they know will add value to the home 
and uh, and to their comfort level that people are doing that uh they're investing back into their homes and and i think i i don't think i know that's a good thing that that is absolutely a good thing and if history has taught us nothing uh, uh real estate is a good investment and yep. um, and it continues to be exactly that even when other things are not exactly stable so um we're we're very blessed um to be in the business that we're in and to, and to help as many people as we help and we are we are really proud to do that uh again those phone lines are open at 210-599-5555 210-599-5555 is the number to get in on the conversation this morning uh on the ktsa home improvement show Let's see here. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555 is the number to get in on the conversation this morning with uh, with your calls. We would love to talk to you uh, with your home improvement questions this morning. It's going to be a great day to get out there and uh, do some work around the house, uh, maybe assess some of the, the uh, God forbid, you had any hail damage this past week. There was some golf ball-sized hail in our area, and I know that, uh, a few of the uh, car dealerships out in the Bernie area got hit pretty hard, uh, and and maybe maybe you did too. I haven't heard a whole lot of terrible stories about it, but if you did, uh, might be a time to get out there and kind of assess what's going on, what you need to get repaired. Uh, certainly a time to get out there and start looking at uh, the replacement of some of those plants that may or may not be coming back after the freeze. Um, hopefully, hopefully will be. But uh, just you know, uh, just just keep an eye on them. And I know at our house we're going to have a lot of replanting to do. But it, but it is encouraging to see some of the plants starting to put out green again. It's very nice, very nice to see the green again. Yes, it is. And you're talking about the hail damage and all. I've got a tomorrow after church. I'm driving up to um, friend's house that uh, beat the windows out of his house and um, messed up his siding completely. Oh man, man! Where was this at? Where where would where did this happen? He's up in the Canyon Lake area. Yeah, Canyon Lake got hit hard. I heard. Um, uh, and if you're in the Canyon Lake area and and it and you have window damage and siding damage, please give us a call at Window World. We'd love to help you with that. Uh, give us a call at our at our New Braunfels office. Uh, those will be the folks most likely that will be coming out to see you. That number is 830-632-6125, 830-632-6125. If you have hail damage uh, in the in the uh, Canyon Lake or the Bernie area, uh, give us a call at Window World. We'd love to come out and help you. Um, yes, yeah, Bernie, I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jim. It's, um, you remember Hank. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's he, 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 he got hit real hard. Oh, he's out in the Canyon Lake area. Yes, I, I don't know why I didn't I didn't realize that Hank was out in the Canyon Lake area. He had uh, messaged me, I guess, about a week and a half ago. I, I was out of town. I was in Dallas when he messaged me, maybe two weeks ago, and said he had some fresh eggs. <laughs> Come on by and get them if I needed some. <laughs> so he's apparently got some chickens out there. That's good. Um, maybe one or two. <laughs> yeah, maybe one or two. Uh, and and I but I did go by Fort of Bernie, uh, where I where I I do all my vehicle shopping these days, and uh, and and I know that they got hit pretty hard. Uh, with some golf balls, golf ball size hail there. We're about eight miles out of Bernie, and we've got pea and and some marble sized hail, but nothing bigger than that, uh, thankfully. But man, I know that some people got got hit pretty hard. It was just little pockets, though. You know, little pockets. Makes a guy wonder why you went by four to Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, you're funny guy. Oh man. 
Uh, no, I actually had to get my tailgate fixed on my truck. So. Uh, oh, so okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, lots you know, lots of good stuff going on in uh, in window world in the home improvement world these days. Uh, some exciting new products that we're going to be introducing in the next, uh, I guess, probably the next two or three months. We've got a, a brand new. Give you a little teaser. We've got a brand new siding product that is unlike anything that we've ever installed before. Um, been around for a while in some other markets, and uh, I, I cannot wait to talk more about this product. and And we'll even have uh, likely have somebody on from Window World Corporate to chat about it a little bit and uh, and talk about that. This past week uh, had a, a really really fun time shooting a a, a television show that uh, Window World Texas is going to be featured as a part of. I was uh, honored to be asked to be interviewed and, and be featured on a show called World's Greatest. Uh, World's Greatest is a, a, a television show kind of along the lines of dirty jobs and, and, and things of that nature um, that, uh, you know, that, that spotlight different businesses around the country. And, and in fact, I, I believe that they also are, are in Europe as well. But uh, they, they spotlight different businesses and, and uh, different products and things of that nature that are the very best and the tops in their field. And, and uh, they contacted me, I, I guess, five, six months ago and uh, asked if I would like to be considered for this show. And I said, yeah, absolutely, would, would love to. Um, have no idea how they found out about us, uh, but they did. And uh, did an interview with them that lasted about an hour and a half. They said, "Yep, we think this will be a great uh, a great segment for our show," and uh, we did all the filming this past week. So, in a couple of months, uh, I think that it will be making its first airing. Uh, it airs, I believe, on Ion Television, and uh, of course, you can also get it all over uh, all over the internet as well. But it's called World's Greatest Television, World's Greatest Television, and uh, Window World Texas and Brickstone are really and truly uh, just thrilled to have been uh, asked to be a part of that show. So we'll be we'll be checking that out soon, hopefully. Uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the home improvement conversation this morning, whether it's uh, the, the roof, the foundation, or anything in between. Uh, lots and lots to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, we one of the I, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, who's who's with Window World Corporate? In fact, we had them in town this past week too, and went out and had lunch. Had a great hamburger, by the way, at Chris Madrid's. Got to give them a shout out. One of the best burgers anywhere. Uh, had a really really nice conversation with them, and and they, we were talking about this show, and and they said, well, well Martin, on your show, do you, you know you don't just talk about windows, do you? I said, no, absolutely not. In fact, we we talk a little bit about windows, but mostly about everything else. And and they said, well, what kind of calls do you get? And I said. Oh, man, you'd be surprised. We get calls about everything you can possibly think of home improvement-wise. I mean, we get we get questions about uh, leaks. We get questions about electrical issues, we uh, roofing issues, foundation issues. I'm, you name it, we've, we've probably had at least one of those calls over the last, I don't even know how many years we've been on the air, but a long time. And... Um, and 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 to me that's the fun of this show is the you know the unknown of what what question is coming up next what you know what uh, what issue our listener is having and how we can help them with that that's that's what we're all about here on the show is helping with whatever home improvement question or issue or concern you have if if we can help you get it get it solved that's what we're here for that's what we want to do uh during the break a, a caller did call in didn't want to be on the air 
and uh, had a question about a clogged bathtub and, and how they can address a clogged bathtub. So I thought we might uh, chat about that just a little bit, Jim. Um, okay, clogged bathtub. Uh, best way to address that is it's typically, with the, if it's just the bathtub that's backing up, it's typically going to be hair in the trap. That, that It may sound gross, but that's usually what it is. If it's a backed-up sewer line, the bathtub is going to be the first place that backs up when you flush the toilet, so on and so forth. But you're going to notice that what's coming into the bathtub is some pretty nasty water. If it's backing up when you're taking a shower or it's very slow when you try to drain the bathtub, that's typically the trap. Best way to do that, same plunger you use for the toilet. Of course, you'll want to clean very well, but plunge it. Um, if that doesn't work, if you have a removable stopper in the bathtub, you can remove that stopper and try to reach down there with a very small piece of wire and hook the hair and pull it back up. That's not as easy to do as it sounds, but it is one way to try it. Um, otherwise, you would have to call a, a, a qualified plumbing company out to clear that bathtub drain. But the first thing to identify is, is it actually the bathtub or is it the sewer line and there are times uh on your drain in your bathtub uh there are some drains that incorporate a basket underneath the stopper and when you unscrew it and you take it out there's a little basket in there that uh catches all of the hair and makes it so much easier to clean out so you may want to check that as well as as, as one of the uh one of the possibilities Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but, uh, but like I but said, yeah, a the, lot of. The, but but I will I will add this. The last option I would say is using any type of drain cleaner. Uh, drain no, cleaners, chemical chemical drain cleaners are a last resort, and uh, I don't recommend using them if you don't have to. No, and you especially don't want to use them because if it is truly stopped up in the trap, it's going to hold your chemical drain cleaner. Then if you do call, call someone else in to try to help you, if they don't know, if you don't inform them that you've put something down there, um, if they don't know what you've put down there, you could have a very dangerous situation. There was a, a situation years ago, Martin, where a homeowner had put chemicals down the, the bathtub trying to clear the drain, couldn't get it, couldn't get it cleared. Plumber came in, went to use a, a chemical drain cleaner. And as he put the chemical drain cleaner in, when the two chemicals matched in the mixed in the trap, it actually exploded. Wow. Wow. And it lifted it lifted the bathtub off the floor and wedged the bathtub in the opening. Um, I don't remember if that plumber was how I, I don't remember if he was seriously injured or if it killed him. I would have to look and see. Um I have to Well that, that I mean that that is an that extreme up. example of, of what can happen if you if you use uh, a chemical drain Chemicals. cleaner do uh, if you do use chemical drain cleaners make sure that anybody that comes in behind you knows exactly what you put down there well and the, the thing that i that i think about whenever i think about chemical drain cleaners is what it's doing to the you know uh, as far as as uh, ecologically what it's doing that's not great. But the other thing is that whenever it uh, has that chemical reaction and it superheats in your pipes, if you have weak um, connections, if you have areas that uh, the, where the PVC was not glued 100%, it, 
I always worry about it loosening those joints and causing leaks. That's what I always Absolutely. worry about. Absolutely. And you you definitely don't ever want that to happen. So, um, but but there's I mean there are so many things um, that you can do before it ever gets to that point, including renting a snake if you have to, uh, and and actually snaking the drain if if it comes to that. The only the only problem with that, uh, Martin, is that uh, if you try to snake, if it's the bathtub that you, that's, that is truly clogged up, the, the, the if you trap, try to yeah. snake through there, you're going to break the p trap. Yeah, that, and that's true. You typically have to snake from the other from from the other side. You have to snake from the from the clean out. Um, but the it, but the 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 p trap. If it's a p trap that's clogged, it is not a large enough diameter to accept a snake. Right, right, and and yeah, so. you're correct about that. You are correct about that, and and unfortunately, unlike a, a sink, you can get underneath the cabinet and you can take the p trap off on a sink. You can't do that on a tub. No, uh, but I just, have had I have had success on the P trap of a tub using a plunger. Get a little bit of water in the tub where you can get some hydraulic action and plunge it. And I have I have had success with that. Oh, have you? With a yes, plunger? Absolutely. Okay. With a plunger. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you go. My point is lots of options before you get to the chemical treatment part. And uh, mm-hmm. and please try to do any of those things that you can uh, to correct the situation before. And and hey, if worse comes to worse, you may have to call a plumber. I mean that yes. uh, that's you know that's not not a bad option if everything else is exhausted. Well, uh, let's think, try to go ahead. If you think if they're a reputable plumbing company, Martin, they're going to use biodegradable chemicals. Even if they do use a chemical drain opener, it's going to be a biodegradable, uh, relatively safe chemical. True. That that's true, and uh, and that is with most plumbing companies the the, the case. Uh, let's get to the phone lines two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's get with Steve. Steve, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, I've got another tub question. Uh, I pulled my tub out, and I'm going to convert it to a shower with a uh, plastic shower pan and tile. Okay. And uh, I've got a lead P-trap. So uh, I want to eliminate that lead and get down to PVC. So I started excavating in that one foot by one foot hole that, you know, they leave around the P-trap when they pour the slab. Yes, sir. Uh, And I see the lead P-trap. How long is that lead before I get to PVC? Tip, oh, Jim, go ahead. I'll let you go ahead and take this one. <laughs> Typically, it's not going to be more than a few inches, um, but it's all going to depend on on how much how much of a lead tail piece they left on it. Um, uh, that's so. Does it, I, that lead tail piece is it is it married to a piece of PVC at some point? It's it, depending on how old your house is. It's either married to a piece of PVC, could be married to uh, cast iron pipe. It could be married to clay pipe. It just depends on how old the home is, what what what, what the industry was using at the time. Yeah, I'm 1977, so I, I think it was all a PVC rough end. If you've got if you've got a lead, a true lead P trap, then you could still possibly have cast iron pipe. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm having to break break the slab to get to the point I'm looking for so I just wondered how far I'm going to have to go so I will keep chipping 
That that is best guess. Best guess. <laughs> but yes. good luck to you, yes. Steve. We hope it we hope it's not too far down. Appreciate okay. you calling this morning. Thank, thank you, sir. We appreciate you calling. Uh let's get to those phone lines. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Robert and Alma, you're coming right up. But Mike, you're next up on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. How can we help you this morning? Uh okay. Uh we have a a shower and bathtub and that my son uses it's uh just the guest one and uh anyway we noticed uh a whistling sound coming whenever uh he pulls up that little button for the shower to turn on and i asked him before the storm was it whistling like that he said it would whistle a little bit and then it would stop but we're without water for like 20 days out here but now i've noticed and he's noticed that it's just a constant whistle whenever he uses the shower and huh you know what well typically yeah. you'll get that whistle when you don't completely engage the uh the the switch from the faucet to the to the shower head right. uh okay. that's that's typically when you'll get that whistle um jim any ideas have you noticed any wet spots on the wall on the other side of the where that shower head is um, in other words, uh, is, the, is the shower head, is there another wall in the bathroom, or is that, is that wall to a bedroom? No, it's, it's, to a, it's to where the vanity is, so it's about, I'd say about four inches wide because uh, we had to replace some pipes in there a few years ago and such like that. So there is a wall My- there. I haven't noticed any wetness around there or anything. Well, like Martin said, typically you'll get that if it's not completely engaged. It okay. could be that the tub spout where that little lever engages for the shower okay. is it, the the flapper in there, the washer on it is getting worn out, and so you're getting the whistle. It could also be okay. the restrictor in the shower head, which is uh, it's designed for to keep the shower from using a, a lot of water. But my biggest fear is that it could be a leak in the wall. Um, okay. on the standpipe between the tub faucet and the shower head so that when you divert the water to go up to the shower head that whistle might be a leak in the wall the okay. only way to really determine that is going to be to try to access that pipe from the backside okay yeah that's what I had to do before is cut a big old chunk out I mean it's a wall that's maybe like four foot longer in length or three right. foot or something like that and then they put right. the, the blue but if this has been doing this since the freeze if it was a leak it would make me think that the bottom of the vanity cabinet um would at least be wet if not have an odor um okay. or those sheetrock on the back side of the shower head would be wet you should okay. see you should have seen signs by now if there was a leak but i don't want to right. guarantee you that okay Okay, so it wouldn't just be the shower head. It might be that leak. It could very well be the shower head. You might want to start with, okay. uh, now, the you, when you say pull up the lever to um, push the water to the shower head, is it like a little button that's on top of the spout and you pull it up and the water goes up to the shower head? Yes, I believe so, yes. Okay, you can buy the new tub spout, which is going to have a new washer and all that in it, and a new shower head. That would be the first place to start. Okay. And then the tub spout just unscrews, and the shower head unscrews. Okay, yes. Okay. 
Okay, well, no, that gives me a start. I appreciate listening to y'all and all that. And I noticed this morning when I went in there, I was listening to y'all's show, and I was like, things have been constant. He takes a shower every morning before work. And I was like, okay. And I was asking him a minute ago. He said, well, it did start, but it would go off before the storm. And like I said, so, and I'd been checking that wall and all that because we're pretty cold. We live in the Gillespie County, so it really got bad. So, okay. All righty. Well, Jim and uh, Martin, thank you so much. And Appreciate you, Mike. Listening. Y'all have a great thank, weekend, guys. Thank you, brother. You too. You have a great weekend. Let's see if we can uh, get one more in here before we head to the break. Robert, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Doing fantastic. How about you? All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for your show. Love it. Uh, quick thank, question. thank you. Uh, about, two weeks, about two weeks ago, uh, my water heater busted and... Uh, the uh, home builder put it on top of the attic. Uh, that's going to change. I'm going to put it down by the garage. Anyway, it it leaked and it, it ran over the the steel pan, and it oh. it, 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 it it damped some of my uh, insulation and heat rock. And but it didn't go all the way through. Am I safe, or do I need to knock out all that? Because I'm having a little trouble with the insurance company. So uh, am I safe? Uh, it doesn't look. Really, didn't get like soaked, soaked wet that I could like feel it under under the the, the paint and, and tape and float. Okay, right where the uh, they put the water heater at. My guess is if if you couldn't feel it or see it, it it's it's probably barely got damp. But if if you think that there yes. could be moisture in there that, uh, that that that's going to create mildew in the future. Uh, better to cut it out, but if it's, it doesn't sound like that to me. No, uh, as as low as the humidity's been of recent, we haven't really had real humidity. I think yesterday the humidity finally got up a first little time. Bit. Yeah, but you have to keep in mind when the humidity's low, water in the attic is going to evaporate very quickly. So Correct. I don't see it being a huge problem. Your insurance company did. I'm sure they did a thorough inspection because the last thing they want is for damage. To, let, to go unchecked and it turn into a larger claim. So I'm sure they did a thorough inspection, and if they didn't find any moisture damage uh, up there, then I don't. I think you're going to be okay. I'd feel confident in, in their uh, in their assessment. That's the number to get in on the home improvement conversation this morning. Phone lines do fill up fast in the second hour, so grab yourself one right now. 210-599-5555. My name is Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And Don Cooper Stevens is in the studio playing the tunes and answering your calls and making sure everything is running smoothly and keeping this whole uh, this whole circus inside the big top. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for doing that. We do. Uh, let's get right back to the phone lines. Alma has been hanging on through the break. We're going to get to her first. Alma, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um I have a question. I purchased a, a townhouse that I knew that had had foundation problems some years back. And the inspector told me that the house had shifted, but that it was already settled. And so it was okay. So I purchased it. And because I got it at a very well priced, very good price, I bought it. So uh, what I'm seeing now is that, well, I saw it at the time that I uh, was going to buy it. There's cracks on the wall, but not only can you see them, you can feel them. And so I want to know how to stand them off, 
how do you remove them so that it's smooth before we paint? First question is, are the cracks getting worse? Um, I don't think so. They're, they appear the same, um, I, I think. I don't, I don't live there. I don't see it every day. My son does, but uh, when I, the few times I go in, uh, I don't think they're getting worse. Okay. Well, unfortunately, when you've got a crack in the wall and you're going to try to repair the crack, you have to go wide mm -hmm. on either side of the crack, take all of the uh, texture off, um, fill the crack with joint filler, a joint compound, sand it smooth, and then retexture a large section of the wall. Otherwise, you're going to be able to see the repair as you step back and look at the wall. Okay, so it has to be a wide repair. Yes, yes. Okay, and what what um what product do you recommend or do you know that may have something that we can use? Uh, are you talking about, uh, well, as far as getting the texture off, uh, is it wallpaper or is it a textured wall? No, oh, it's, it's a textured wall. As far as getting the texture off, the product that I'm going to recommend to you is elbow grease. Um, you're just going to need to get in there with a scraper and with uh, some sand, some sandpaper and sand you a good wide area. I would say at least six or eight inches on either side of the, uh, of the crack. Um, and then just a, a joint compound is what it's called. There are many brands that are available at the big box store. You would take the joint compound and a, a bedding knife, which is like a wide putty knife. And you fill that, that crack that's there with the, the joint compound. Once it's dry, then you come back and sand it down until it's smooth. And then um, as far as the texture goes, you're going to have to try to figure out how to match the texture that you have. One one thing I used to do, if it's like a, a, a just a rough texture finish, if there's no design to it, then you can mix a little bit of the joint compound with water until it's it, it thin it out a little bit. Dip a little whisk broom down into that solution and then flake it onto the wall with the whisk broom. And that gives you a textured uh, appearance on the wall. Okay. All right. Well, I thought this was something that we could do. It sounds too complicated, so <laughs> I'm going to have to bet, hire Best someone. bet would be to contact. Best bet would be to uh, contact or uh, hire a, a drywall contractor. A drywall contractor. Okay. All right. Yep. And because the house is kind of shifted, uh, what do you recommend to level the floor? Um, to level well, the floor. And what type of floor do you have currently? What type of flooring? Well, there's laminate there, uh, which is uh, the, you know, that laminate that warps easily, which will be removed oh, and yes. will be replaced. Yes, ma'am. Well, what you can do is you can use a self-leveler. Um, it's it's a it's a liquid that you pour on the floor and it finds the level of the floor and it helps take out the imperfections in the floor. Are you going back with a tile or are you going back with a, 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 a maybe you already said are you going back with a um, a vinyl plank something vinyl. of that nature? Vinyl, vinyl. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, certainly one way to help take care of that situation. Okay, what's the name of that leveler that you're discussing? I don't know that there's, it's just called self-leveler. It's called flooring self-leveler, and any place that you go, any big box store will know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, that's good. Thank you so much. That's all I have. Well, thanks, Alma. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for calling in this morning. Uh, your calls too at 210-599-5555. Phone lines are open, 210 
five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh I you know, she she did uh probably a good thing in getting a really good deal on a house if you if you know in advance what the issues are and you can take that into consideration and and what you're going to have to spend on improving the home after you move into it. There are many times when you can get a pretty good deal on something that uh, that has foundation problems or, or you know any other type of issue you can think of, uh, depending on the severity of it. But the thing about foundation problems is, in, unless you have a really good quality foundation company come out and inspect it thoroughly, you may be biting off more than you can chew, and and that's always a concern. You know, um, there there are a lot of things when we look at when we look at homes when we go out and buy homes that we look at that we consider. Uh, in in making the buying decision, and one of the biggest ones is the foundation, because I can I can work with repainting a house, I can work with uh, re reconfiguring rooms, I can I can work with a whole lot of things, but a foundation issue is so um, it, it's it's just it's just not um, not something that you can foresee all of the ins and outs of before it's done, and 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 so for that we. You know, we we give special consideration when it's something like that. Uh, hey, Don, uh, do you have a? Uh, let's see, we just had a DPS alert that came out um, just a second ago. Uh, there's a blue alert that was issued for DeArthur Pinson, uh, 37-year-old um, black male, 220 pounds, uh, six foot, facial hair, black hoodie, shorts, maybe wearing glasses, uh, wanted in connection with the DPS, uh, the shooting of a DPS trooper in Mejia, Texas. He's considered armed and dangerous. Uh, if you are anywhere in the area of Mejia, or if you know of anybody in that area, again, uh, the suspect's name is DeArthur Pinson, uh, wanted in connection with the shooting of a DPS trooper in Mejia, Texas. Uh, do not approach him. Contact the, the authorities immediately. If uh, if you encounter this person or if you've seen this person, so uh, wanted to get that out there. This just came across. Robert, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Are you guys really familiar with septic systems? Uh, pretty pretty familiar, yeah. Pretty familiar. Okay, Could I have a question for you. Uh, sure. Is it a better idea to run your washing machine water and also perhaps your shower bath water outdoors instead of down into the septic tank? It certainly yes. is. Yeah, gray water. Gray water is fantastic for putting into areas where you you need a little extra water. Uh, it's good uh, as a water saving uh, situation because you're not having to water those areas as much, uh, and it's also good because it's not unduly uh, filling up your septic tank faster than it has to be. It's actually um, the septic system is my main question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, Robert. Let me give you a little hint here. This is this is something I've done on on several houses. Um, separate your gray water, which is your showers, your washing machine, and your sinks. Sh- separate the gray water from the sewage. Run the gray water into uh, bury you one of the fifty-five gallon poly barrels. Run the gray water into that with a pump in it, and then you can pump that water up and use it as as uh, landscape irrigation. Use it for your for your sprinkler system in your yard. And then even when we go into water restrictions, you're still going to have a nice green yard because you are watering with recycled water. There you go. To tie into that question, um, uh, some of the food particles that go down the kitchen sink. Now, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, that could cause a problem with a pump, obviously. Um, No, no, no. Just make sure that the pump that you put in has a grinder on it. Make sure it's a grinder pump. 
Ah, okay, okay. So, so, so yeah, because I've been to a place where a guy had the sink water just going into the yard. It was all you could see all kinds of. It smelled nasty too because all the food that was just. You know, <laughs> kind of yeah. And I didn't. I didn't want to have that problem happen. Uh, no. Because I was wondering about the best way to filter that out. But I guess just down into a fifty-five gallon plastic drum, kind of low in the ground, so of course it can fill up and be pumped out. Yep, huh. and then, like I said, just whatever pump you put in there, make sure it's got a grinder pump on it. It's going to grind the food particles up uh, completely as it pumps it. And how does this help the septic system other than just filling it up, all overflowing it? But how does it help with anything else as far as the chemicals that we, longer? the chemicals that we use in the shower, in the sinks, in the washing machine? These chemicals are designed to kill bacteria. They're designed to keep us clean. Yeah. However, your septic system needs bacteria to break down the solids that go in the sewage. And you also you you'll also be doing yourself a service if you if you use Ridex and put that into your septic system on a regular basis. You you want those bacteria and those enzymes active in the septic system and the soaps, the bleaches, the uh, chemicals that we use in the sinks, um, our shampoos, everything else are designed to kill that bacteria. Yeah, yeah. Get it off our skin. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because I'm going to have a septic system, and I wanted to, you know, I, all the hype that I read about, it, it, don't do it, do it, don't do it, do it. So just want to get another opinion live on the air, of course. Yes, well, sir. Robert, we appreciate you calling and uh, allowing us to chime in on it. We thank you for that. Uh, let's get right back to the phone lines, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Jennifer, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for um, taking my call. I'm looking at a couple remodel projects. We're kind of handy um, and doing things. Wanted to do a, uh, take out a corner shower and kind of replace it with a shower, but I don't want to do tile. Do you ha- what do y'all recommend? Okay, so you're you're okay. There there are a couple of different options. You do not want to do tile. You're sure about that? Yes. I'm okay. Sure. Uh, there is a cultured marble that you can use uh, that that uh, goes in in large sections, uh, not seamless, but close to seamless. Right. And uh, there, there's actually a company out of Seguin that manufactures these um, that, okay. that looks great. Are you planning on doing this yourself, or are you planning on having a company do it? Um, I was planning on the company doing the final fitting of the shower. Um, okay. And are you talking about Marble Master or something like that? Mar- marble Master is correct. That's correct. Okay. That's who did my master bed bathroom. So I can ask them twenty years. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, they they've been in business forever. It seems like. I mean, they've been around for a very long time. So that's that's one of the places that you could you could check into. But if you're having it done by a company, uh, Legacy K- Kitchen and Bath Remodeling does does that type of work. Uh, okay. And and there's probably a half a dozen other companies out there that do that type of work where they will go in and, and do a prefab type shower in that area and and uh and get it done in pretty quick uh quick work they some of these companies can do it within you know a day or two and get it done wow okay um i also wanted to i have oak cabinets got some oak cabinets and i wanted to raise it up maybe six inches with a blocking does that work or have you absolutely absolutely you can now that's something that if the cabinetry is attached to the walls, um, you're gonna have to make sure everything is detached so you don't crack anything. 
Um, uh, are these vanities? Is there sinks in this cabinetry or just cabinets? Yes, these are vanities. And I was going to just take out the top can- vanity and make it match whatever I do for the shower. Well, that's that's fine. But since you're doing that anyway, that, that that's the best time to do it because uh, all the plumbing will need to move. Yes. Yeah, I, I I figured that, but um, back in the twenty years ago, they just made vanity so much shorter than they do now. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we're just getting taller as a as a race, <laughs> as a people, you know, as, as, a, as people. a people. Maybe yeah. we're just getting taller. Right. Then the last question I have, I'm not, I'm, sure. I'm not close to this project yet, but I've been starting to think about this project. So I have Corian kitchen counters and bar, but I'm ready to. Uh, great or update but i don't know if i really want to replace can you put something on it like an epoxy or something or come in and have somebody spray it and make it look good and last or do you there are yeah there are uh gosh there's there's one that uh that uh, that was actually on the air for a while several years ago i don't know if they're even still in business or not because i haven't heard their name in a long time but but they did uh granite toppers where they went in and put a thin layer of of granite on top, and and maybe it was uh-huh. it was even synthetic granite. Put it on top of whatever you had, whether it be corian or laminate countertops mm-hmm. or whatever it was that you have. Uh, that's uh, certainly you can do that. My recommendation would be to to find a company and replace those with a good quartz or good granite countertop. I'm I'm Absolutely. very into I'm very into quartz right now. I think quartz granite countertops are the most durable phenomenal looking tough awesome countertops ever and and that's what i'm really liking right now although granite countertops are still beautiful yeah so you like those quartz countertops that's my favorite yeah that is absolutely my favorite remember remember that if remember that any coatings you try to put on those counters though that the counter is designed for stuff not to stick to it right so if you try to go get there used to be a company out that would do uh, what they call tile clad paint which was an epoxy-based paint, and it looked mm-hmm. beautiful for a short period of time. It would start flaking. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's the last thing you want to have happen. Whatever you do, you want it to be a good, long-lasting solution, right? Right, right. Okay. Well, Jennifer, All thank right. you so much for calling this morning. We appreciate All you being a part of the show. Okay, thank you. Good luck to you. Good luck. Uh, yeah, that's that. she's taken on a few different projects there. So, uh, hey, Martin, so that's that's awesome. Got a text from our uh, one of our esteemed design consultants from uh, New Brunswick. He says he doesn't feel any taller. <laughs> He's not. Uh, <laughs> 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 and and and, I've, and and for all of our for all of our listeners in New Braunfels, there's only one S in New Braunfels, Jim. One S in New Braunfels. That's it. Fine, 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 <laughs> fine. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five is the number. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five is the number to get in on the conversation, home improvement wise, this morning. Uh, Stacy and Bernie, hang on, you're coming right up. But next up, it is Robert. Robert, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, gentlemen. Quick question: Brand name of the water circulator you recommend to hook up your water heater? The one that I have used and that I've had good luck with is Watts, W-A-T-T-S, Watts. Perfect. That's all I needed, sir. Thank you, y'all. All right. You're sure welcome. That was easy. Thanks for calling in, Robert.
Boy, that was a that was as softball as it gets, Jim. Uh, I'm telling you. Next one up, Stacy. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hello, guys. How are y'all? Fantastic. How are you this morning? Good. Doing good. Um, I wanted a question as far as the Riddix. How often do you use the Riddix for your septic tanks? Um, I do it every 30 days. Okay. All right. And then um, I I seem to have a problem with uh, dust in my home. Um, I don't think it's the windows, but I think it might be the ducts. But in the meantime... At the box store, they sell these little, almost uh, mini uh, filters for your vents. Uh, I'm not quite sure y'all are familiar with them, but I haven't put them in, but just wanting to know your opinion. In the dust in the home, if you are your, well, first off, are your AC vents in the ceiling or in the floor? In the fo- uh, ceiling. Okay, looking at the AC vent, do you notice little streaks of dust coming out from the AC vent, like sticking to the ceiling? Well, in one bathroom, and maybe two vents, but the rest, no. Okay, because the first biggest problem that you have with dust in the uh, in the home caused by the air conditioning uh, ducting system is going to be that you have breaches in the duct in the attic, and that it's pulling in dust from the attic and circulating it into the home that's one of the biggest issues that you see um i would definitely recommend getting a reputable ac company out there to check your ac duct system okay Um, as far as the little filters that you put on the vents they're going to work they're going to keep the the house cleaner if that's where your dust is coming from but they are a hassle you have to keep up with them you have to change them the best solution I can tell you is going to be to make sure that the duct system is completely sealed and then use a good pleated filter on the air conditioning unit. And yeah, that's that I'm already doing. Okay, so if the dust is coming from the air conditioning system, then definitely an air conditioning company will be able to find that. Otherwise, the dust could be coming in if your home is on a negative pressure and it could be pulling the dust in around windows, around doors, um, there, there's okay. different ways for dust to infiltrate your home. How old are your right. How old are your windows, um, Stacy? Well, the windows are kind of old. They are old. Uh, I'd say maybe about twenty years old. Okay, I can I can tell you that I that is one of your sources. Not, oh, that's twenty years is a is a, a pretty old window. Yeah. Uh, and that that is likely one of the sources. Uh, doors are another source, obviously. Um, but uh, but yeah, if you have twenty year old windows, that's definitely going to be a source as well. Now you may be pulling some in from the attic around your your uh, your ducts. That's possible. But uh, but I certainly would look at your windows as well as another source. Okay, and in the meantime, those little uh, filters up in the vents, which I know they're a hassle. That's not going to retain too much air that it might cause a backup or something like that? It won't cause a backup, but it is going to change the airflow dynamics in your house. You could have rooms that get hotter or colder. All righty. Okay. Just wanted to know your opinion. But uh, I thank you, and y'all have a great day, okay? Well, thanks, Stacy. We appreciate you calling this morning. We, we we thank you for that. Yeah, the best thing to do on a situation like that is to get a good AC company out. And, of course, we recommend Champion AC. But get a good air yeah. conditioning company out there to check those ducts, see what you have going on, see if they need to be sealed. 
and then uh, have them do a pressure test on your on your home while they're out there. Not a bad idea. I think you might find um, a lot more sources of, of that than you think. No, that's on my to-do list. Well, there <laughs> you go. The, the dust is driving me insane, really. But, <laughs> well, uh, let us know. I, <laughs> let us know if we can help I, you any further you. in the future. <laughs> Thanks, Stacy. Thank we appreciate you. you. I hate a dusty. Right. I'm with Stacy. I hate a dusty house. I really and truly do. Well, I, I can't stand it. One thing I want to point out, though, that we found in the air conditioning industry over the years. Did you know that a clean house, a house that is cleaned um, often, is going to be more dusty than a home that is not? Say again. A home that is cleaned more often is going to be dusty. You're going to have dust visible more than in a home that is not cleaned very often. Yeah, because eventually everything is dust colored. Well, no, it's not that. It's because when you're cleaning, when you're cleaning, you're disturbing the dust and the dirt out of the carpets, off of the floors. You're disturbing it and getting in the air, getting it in the air. Typically, oh, yeah. you're gonna, you're typically you're going to find, and that's even with your air conditioning filter. That's Folks not an excuse not to clean your house, Jim. No, I know it's not, but I'm just I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that folks that see that dust, folks that see that dust, don't let, don't 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 get into the thought that you're not doing enough housekeeping. No, because you no, probably I, are. It's it's virtually impossible. And and listen, no matter how tight your windows are, no matter how good your ductwork is sealed, you are you are moving in and out of your house multiple times on a daily basis, typically. Every time you open your doors, especially if it's windy outside, dust is going to get in. Absolutely. You can't help it. It's, un- it's unavoidable. But uh, but certainly you want to mitigate that as much as possible when your house is, is sealed up and, and closed. Let's uh, it, let's get yeah, – go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I no, was going to say, it, it used to surprise customers a lot when we would tell them that they needed to change their filters more often. They would say, but I keep the house clean. That's the reason you need to change the filters more often is because you're disturbing the dust. Yep, and it's, it's kicking up, and it's getting and it's getting sucked up into your into right. your uh, filter system. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's get to the phone lines. Get a couple more in here before we have before we have to get out of here. Uh, looks like uh, Joan, you're up next. Joan, good morning. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Thank you very much. Well, you're I welcome, wanted, Joan. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy and appreciate your your show. Calling in and listening, it's a great show. Well, that's very sweet. Thank you very much. You're welcome. My and we absolutely is, enjoy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, we absolutely enjoy being here for you, folks. Well, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hide it sometimes. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. I have um, a master bath that's kind of long-ish. And I have a door, a regular uh, room door, that opens into the master bath. And when it does, it cuts it in half. Okay. Okay. I was thinking um, I would like to have dual doors put on so that I wouldn't have that big door opening into my bathroom. Um is there a, a a door company that will do it, or can I just go to Home Depot and talk to them? Well, Home Depot is probably not going to be your best bet because this is going to be a custom sized door um, and with some you know with some specialized measuring and making and all of that. And yes, the answer is yes. There are door companies 
that can make you doors whatever size you want for that type of room. Have you ever considered a pocket door for that, Joan? Is that a possibility? No, I don't. Um, it's not structurally ready or can have a pocket door. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, how, the, much, the M- how much space do you have on either side of the door uh, in the bedroom? The, the door opens into the bathroom. Into the bathroom. No, no, but it goes from the bedroom to into the bathroom, correct? From the bedroom into the bathroom, yes. How have you ever thought of having it swing in? Much... I, get, I get where you're going, Jim. Have you ever thought about it no, no, swinging no, into? Oh, okay, go ahead. No, actually, I wasn't thinking of the door swinging the other way. What I was thinking of is something that's very beautiful, and it doesn't have to get into the structure of the home. If you have room on one side of the door or the other, you can put a barn-style door on the wall that slides, that's got a track that sits on the wall, and it slides over the opening from either side. You know, Jim, you and I were on the same path. I thought about that, (laughs) and structurally, it's not available to do that. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 Uh, but but well then back to your original question. Yes, you can get doors <laughs> like that made. Uh, BMC, okay. <laughs> BMC Millworks uh, can make you a door like that. The best thing to do is to get a good contractor uh, that can that can work with you on that, and and they will get the door made for you and and do all the legwork for you. Well, I live in Bandera and. Um we're kind of limited out here, you know what I mean? You know, I know that there are a couple of good contractors out in Bandera. It's been a long time since I've done work with them, but in the past uh-huh. there were a couple of you know really reputable good contractors out there that we've worked with on different projects. Uh, ask your neighbors, ask around, and and if you have a neighborhood um, uh, you know posting site for uh, you know for Facebook or anything else that you might happen to be on if you're on the internet if not just ask your neighbors say look do you have a handyman that does work for you that you've been happy with and and you'll be surprised with how many names you'll come up with you know what we have next door which is our social there, network exactly that's exactly where you need to go and i have put postings on that many times and um i've got a few but I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask these gentlemen back into my house, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. Well, I, I hate to so hear I that. Think I, I think I'm going to have to go into San Antonio and, you know, just pay the price. I really do. Well, I, I guarantee you you're going to find somebody good that can do that. A handyman service would be the very best. There's a handyman service, I will tell you, out in Bernie um, called, uh, I think it's called Ace Handyman Service. And uh-huh. everyone that I have spoken to about these guys rave about them. So so look for Ace Handyman Service, Bernie, Texas. I bet you they'll come out to Bandera. I, I would I would bet on it, and uh, I and, and I bet mm-hmm. and I bet they do a good job for you. Well, uh, Martin, you also you also, also have Handyman. Ma- no, nope, that's what used to be Handyman Matters. Oh, is it? They changed their name. Yes. Okay, well, so thank you for Handy Man and Bernie. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you all both very, very much. Well, appreciate you, Joan, and thank you so much for, for listening. We uh, we thank you for that. Let's let's get one more in here before we get uh, get out of here. Carl, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Thank you for, for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, How can we help you? I had a, a garage built, and the siding they used was at uh, 4 by 8 uh, compressed wood sheets and uh, yes, sir. on the inside it has a silver lining on the interior side 
Okay. And it says uh, for open wall use only. And my question is, can I insulate the inside of the garage or, or no without messing up that panel? If it says no, for open can't. wall use only, the answer is no. Okay, and what about sheetrock? Can't sheetrock it either? That would that no. would not be open wall. That would be closed wall. Okay. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you. Now, now with that being said, with that being said, uh-huh. there may be a way to coat that and then insulate it and then put sheetrock up. What do you think, Jim? Do you think that there's a, a way that you could paint over that and 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 then I'm not, close it up? I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely not sure, Martin, because what you've got there is a backwards radiant barrier. Um, right. It's where they, they, they tried to develop a product that they that would do the exterior sheeting, siding, and radiant barrier all at the same time. So I'm not sure how that product is designed to release the heat. So kind of like our low E coating on the window, if you put any kind of uh, of cover over it, you could change the way that it releases the heat. That's right, true. Man. That's true. Okay. Great. All right, Carl. I appreciate it. Thank you. Wish, wish, wish we had different news for you there, but thanks well, for calling. Thanks. Right. I can always change out the siding. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you calling, Carl. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, that's going to take us up to the end of the show, everybody. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Jim during the week, you can do so by Jay Smith at windowworldtx.com. And you can drop me a line at mbomba, that's B-O-M-B-A, mbomba, at windowworldtx.com. Coming up next, it's the KTSA Automotive Show with Louis Siriani. Later on, it's the uh, What's It Worth Show with Mike and Holly Hermes. And we'll see you next week right here on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.